We've heard a lot, Francis, about these NFTs, non-fungible tokens, and I'm looking forward to hearing more about how that contrasts with fungible tokens that you mentioned earlier today. Well, you know, Robert, this is about the history of money. And if we go back over five, 600 years, maybe longer, we see money evolving very slowly uh, from letters of credit as trade patterns grew to more complex uh, paper money like we have today. And then we have, of course, credit and debit cards, which are just paper money uh, electronically. But the process of stabilizing money and creating what is in effect just a token that's fungible and that we can recognize and pass around between us in exchange for goods and services was long and painful and full of great economic crashes, um, the creation very slowly of banks, and eventually to our modern world, where we have had a development technologically with blockchain that's just simply a distributed ledger system. It's a, a very advanced technology and actually quite well suited to a lot of things we need to have done today. And people using blockchain to create these non-fungible tokens. Now, non-fungible means they're not exchangeable in any proper or real sense. And this is exactly like the Dutch tulip crisis of 1637, when the Dutch went crazy for tulips, and they used tulips to buy and sell stuff. Um, well, they didn't use the tulips to buy and sell stuff. They used the tulips to just like Bitcoin back and forth with each other. And the value of these tulips went through the roof. Um, there was one case where I think famously a single tulip was worth uh, 12 acres of land. Well, in a place like Holland, which is pretty small and pretty wet, that would have been a lot of money. So the tulip crisis uh, ended up with this massive collapse, huge bankruptcy problems. And it's just kind of like what we're seeing today with the non-fungible tokens. The key to monetizing cyberspace, on the other hand, is to use blockchain technologies for fungible tokens. In effect, an electronic version of our paper currency. Our paper currency was introduced by the development in 1440 of the printing press. No printing press, we wouldn't have had a paper currency. We wouldn't have been able to print the stuff and move it around. Well, blockchain is kind of like the printing press to paper money. And to exploit cyberspace inflation at scale, you need something that's much further out on the information cost velocity curve than paper money or its substitutes. And guess what? Fungible tokens can do this. Uh, fungible tokens can reach, in my favorite example, right to your light bulb. And you attach a processor powerful enough to your light bulb. We've used the example many times. And guess what? Your light bulb can start buying and selling energy in background mode. Fungible tokens, blockchain, distributed ledgers, a ledger on each light bulb. You know, this is where the world is going. And the failure to recognize that it's the non in non fungible token that's the problem 
is indeed a problem. I know here at Future Creators, we've got a number of great innovators who are uh, playing in this space around energy. Um, maybe share a little bit about one of the uh, startups that are a part of uh, Future Creators. Yeah, we've had a few very interesting innovators in the energy space. And we're about to get an, a big one called Infinize. And Infinize is in a part of the Omnimesh a blockchain initiative uh, from Syracuse, New York. And the great thing about Omnimesh is it's got a patent to put a blockchain fired mini bank on every wireless device, uh, whatever it is now or may ever become. And in fact, uh, Omnimesh can put this technology on anything, not just wireless, but wireless is where it has its patent. And their energy management system, Infinize, using their blockchain technology will allow them to harvest energy at scale. And this in combination with uh, advanced networking, uh, such as in Telosa, one of our future creators in Miami and the fixed wireless business will revolutionize energy management and also energy capture, allows us to capture energy uh, in the smallest pieces, harvest that energy and the efficiencies that we get will be very impressive. We've also had innovators um, like uh, Ubiquitous Energy, which can um, solarize the invisible spectrum in windows. That's very inefficient until you have a huge high rise and you solarize all of those windows because you sum that stuff together and uh, you're gonna have a big energy generator. You stick that stuff on Infinize and we have a revolution. Tune in to one of our episodes of Future Creators TV to learn more about OmniMesh and Ubiquitous Energy and other members of Future Creators and listen in to more episodes of our podcast at futurecreators.simplecast.com. Thanks, Francis. Thanks, Robert.